Welcome to the Vital Dawn podcast for Wednesday, June 3rd. S&P futures are trading up 12 points. That's about 40 basis points. That takes them to 3090. Europe is rallying over a percent. Once again, there's a very strong cyclical value bias to the European trading. So banks, autos are doing exceptionally well. Um, you're also seeing a lot of travel leisure stocks trade higher as well. Um, and Asia was higher across the board for the most part. All of the gains were not as robust as they are in Europe this morning. Um, so, you know, once again, it's a relatively slow morning in, of news. And I think that is probably the ideal environment for the market to discontinue along on its present path. So I think you're just seeing a broader acceptance of a lot of these themes that started to appear in the market back in late March and early April, reopening linearity and stimulus. Those are the big three. Um, you know, you continue to have reopening occur throughout the world, companies at a company level, at a government level. Um, you have more indications of positive linearity. So companies giving updates and pointing to an improvement in trends from the early April trough to uh, up to the present day. And then obviously stimulus is probably the single most important factor um, where you have, you know, the German government is expected to unveil its fiscal stimulus plan. Um, that could hit the tape in the next 24 hours. Talks yesterday did not reach an agreement, but they're continuing today. That should be about 100 billion euros. And then the ECB tomorrow um, is widely, widely expected to increase this PEPP by about half a trillion euros. Um, you know, so stimulus again. You're seeing this throughout the market. You're seeing this throughout the market. Um, especially in the capital raising numbers. So you have the equity issuance figures are off the charts. Markets absorbing all that increased supply relatively well. And then you're seeing it um, really in bond markets where you know, you're know you continuing to see enormous issuance, very low yields, um, especially on the high yield front where a lot of companies that are very close to the epicenter of this crisis are able to um, raise uh, impressive amounts of money. And you're seeing the junk prices, high yield bond prices are trading very, very well. And obviously that... that um, you know, is dragging equities higher along with it. So that is the kind of the bigger, broader setup. For news specifically today, you had the China Cation Services PMI numbers, probably the single most important headline, was very strong in May. So came in at 55. That is above the critical growth contraction threshold of 50. Um, and then you also had another report that China's oil demand is back to about 90% plus of pre-COVID levels. So you're nearly at a full recovery of Chinese oil demand, which obviously um, is helping to push crude prices higher as well. Stocks still are not paying a whole lot of attention to the protests occurring in American cities. That being said, um, you know a variety of media reports suggest that the Tuesday night, Wednesday morning protests were calmer than has been the case over the last several days. Um, and then there are also a lot of reports just suggesting that you know the odds of Trump actually deploying active military troops throughout cities is very, very low. Um, you know, so again, I don't think markets were paying too much attention to that, but the news over the last 12 hours is probably more positive than it has been um, over the last few days. On the corporate front, again, just echoing those themes of, of reopening and linearity, you know, you're continuing to see that show up. So Lyft overnight pro provided an update on rideshare numbers, seeing strong week-on-week -week gains. Um, you know, again, that's the positive linearity, and that and that is certainly positive. But if you look at the year-on-year -year figures, you're still talking about declines of 70% year-on-year. So you went from down 75% in April to down 70% in May on ride shares. You know, on a week-on-week -week basis, those are big numbers, big increases. But you're still, again, very far from the pre-COVID levels. Um, Zoom Media had blowout numbers, probably the most upside to street, uh, street print forecasts that I have seen out of a company. Um, over the last several months, 
It's unclear if that's enough for the stock, given Zoom Media has been an enormous outperformer, but uh, clearly a huge beneficiary of the work from home trend. Um, Cheesecake Factory, another company, gave an update on reopening. They're seeing, um, you know, in, in, an encouraging improvement in sales figures as far as getting back to the pre-COVID levels. Microtrip, which is a um, very broad-based semiconductor company in the U.S. as far as its end market exposure, had a small upside pre-announcement overnight. That stock saw big gains in the after-hour session. European semis are trading very well this morning in sympathy. That's probably um, going to help the broader semi-complex in the U.S. market when we open. Um, that is kind of the major news for today. Like I said, relatively quiet. Um, it still is unclear if OPEC, the OPEC plus countries will be holding their meeting tomorrow. That meeting had been scheduled for next week. There are a variety of reports that they want to move forward to this week. Um, you know, again, on the table, the big debate is extending the current set of cuts. It looks like that extension will only be for a month. Saudi Arabia had been pushing for a three month extension. Um, it looks like it will only be for one month. And it still is unclear, again, if that meeting will be held tomorrow or if they're just going to keep it on the calendar for next week as planned. Uh, for today's calendar, in terms of scheduled events, there is not much. You have the ADP jobs report for May that will hit at 845. Um, the street is modeling a loss of about 9 million jobs. That is an improvement, a large improvement from April where the where the uh, economy lost 20 plus million jobs, according to ADP. And then the non-manufacturing ISM is out at 10 a.m., other than that, there's not a lot of scheduled news. You could see this again, this German um, government fiscal stimulus announcement that will hit potentially today. Um, and then just for the broader tape, again, my my you know, my views on the on the market are still the same. I am not pushing back at all. Um, you know, I I think that those three themes as far as reopening and linearity and stimulus are all very real. You're seeing um, you know, myriad examples of all of them throughout the world. It's just a question of what is priced in at the market. So again, I think the EPS forecasts are already assuming a full recovery um, in, in earnings power. You know, you're hearing more whispers about the 2021 figure being 170 plus for EPS. Um, you know, again, I still think uh, a 163 number is is uh, more than generous just based on everything we now know and you're trading you know close to 19 times on that so i think all of the tailwinds that we've been um, experiencing and witnessing are more than priced in the market but you know clearly um you know you're seeing more acceptance of those themes and you're seeing ongoing multiple expansion and that's continuing to propel prices to the upside um so that is it for today and like i said relatively quiet not a ton to talk about just kind of an ongoing um continuation of the of the price action and narrative that we've been seeing now for a couple of weeks so thank you everyone for listening